Rochester Today with Andy Brownell and Tom Ostrom on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Welcome to Rochester Today. It's going to be an abbreviated show today. Surprise, surprise. They moved the Minnesota Gopher men's basketball game, which had been scheduled to be an evening game today, to midday with the pregame starting at 1130. Caught us both by surprise. So we'll have to talk really fast, Tom. (laughs) Tom Ostrom's here. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Andrew. All right. As we all hunker down for the next few days, what's in the mailbag? Arnie sent this uh, little bit of humor for us. As a little girl climbed onto Santa's lap, Santa asked the usual question, and what would you like for Christmas, little girl? The child stared at him open-mouthed and horrified and then gasped. Didn't you get my email? (laughs) 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 That's today. Uh, I put this in the mailbag. You often tease me about the Packers. And the Packers' A.J. Dillon rushed for two touchdowns in Green Bay might sneak into the postseason, even with the record they've got. And uh, this is an analysis by Ryan Gaydas, Fox News Sports. And he said the Packers are 6-8. and and are still keeping the faith as far as their playoff hopes go. They have to meet yet the Miami Dolphins, the Minnesota Vikings, and uh, the most potential for a win uh, against the Detroit Lions in Week 18. And then he said Los Angeles, the defending Super Bowl champions, will not be in the playoffs this year. They dropped to 4-10. and 10. So the Packers evidently, from the experts, are still alive. I I think I told you that at the beginning of the season. I will never count out the Packers with Rodgers at the helm. He always manages, no matter how dark the days get, he manages to find a way to pull the rabbit out of the hat. Right, and he did in their last game, so I guess they're still alive. I think the the first two teams I mentioned, uh, he's that's going to be a challenge. He's got the best chance against Detroit, but Detroit always does better than their record indicates in games. They always lose. Well, they've won either five or six in a row, including one against the Vikings. So I wouldn't count them out either. Not at all. Okay. And then uh, uh, this from Wayne. The $1.7 trillion budget bill, over 1,200 pages in length, will contribute to inflation. It was supported by Republicans. Why? Uh, If Republicans vote no this week, they will control the U.S. House in three weeks. In January, they can rein in inflation and out-of-control spending. But some are voting for this bill, even without reading it. They don't have time to read it. Why? Yeah, that's a very good question. They've been getting by for how many years on short-gap spending bills? Why not pass a short-gap spending bill, kick it to the new year, and then get to work on the process of actually having a responsible budget. Yeah. I, yeah, the strategy behind this is a mystery to everyone. And Senator McConnell, always the rhino, uh, criticizing Republicans, and uh, and he's in favor of the bill. So what's his yeah. game? Yeah, what is his game? The thing is full of pork. It's full of policy um, language that was thrown in at the last second. It's... Um, the size of it is huge. Um, it's an omnibus bill. As you pointed out, most of the lawmakers won't have it. Well, who could have a chance to read it? It's 1,200 or more pages. It's just 
bad government. The idea of slapping mm-hmm. together an omnibus bill at the last minute that will dedicate us to spending $1.7 trillion is... But nobody's upset about it, so apparently yeah. it'll go through. And then the uh, payments to the Ukraine uh, and this other stuff. 45, there's $45 billion in there for Ukraine. Well, that, as Wayne said, is an inflation catalyst. And, then, and without, virtually without any debate in committee, by the way. Yes, yes. And I think they vote for it in a way that you can't really isolate uh, who they voted or who voted how. It's a, That's, have a group uh, think vote. But yeah. You wonder why people are upset with the government. Isn't that true? And one more mailbag. This is quite long. I'm going to devote it to Gil Gutnick. Uh, for our listeners who listen regularly, they know that uh, the former congressman is on your show, Andy, Rochester Today, periodically. And he's always interesting and eloquent and uh, thoughtful. So last time we mentioned Gil Gutnick's December 18 column in Town Hall, his economic uh, analysis of Bidenomics and uh, how he said that the administration is befuddled and bewildered by inflation and the economy. And I mentioned that his economic advisors from Treasury Secretary on are all academics. They're not uh, uh, career uh, financial analysts. So... um, well, anyway, when we got through with that, a listener wanted to know more about Gil Gutnick, what his background is. And uh, you and I are older and followed politics for decades, so we know. But you're yeah, right, our younger listeners don't know about Gil. And uh, again, he they can listen to him on your show periodically. And so I did some research, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll answer the listener's question. Uh, Gil um, was a Republican representative in the, in the uh, state uh, uh, legislature uh, in the U.S. Congress as a Minnesota representative from 1995 to 2007, and he's a master of issues and very articulate. Like I say, he would have been a great speaker of the House. He can actually speak. and. Uh, he was in Congress when Newt Gingrich was a successful Speaker of the House. Newt was a professor of history in Georgia before his election, and he and Gutnick at the same time, and then uh, in the 1990s. And an interesting bit of history, Gill reminded me the budget was balanced in the time frame that he was in Congress uh, during the Clinton presidency in the 1990s when the GOP controlled the House and Senate. and. President Clinton was in the executive branch, and Gill reminds us, he sent me this note, he said, I'd like it mentioned that I was on the House Budget Committee when the budget was balanced once. (laughs) And uh, so that's very interesting. But that's uh, the little political history about uh, uh, Congressman Gutnick, who was very busy yet in various ways. Yeah, I, I got to know Gill when he served in the House, the Minnesota House. And, of course, he was elected to Congress during the Contract for America wave of 1994, where the Republicans took a huge majority in Congress after the first two years of Bill Clinton. Uh, He lost to Tim Walls in 2006 as that wave of uh, the Democratic wave swept over the country and, and has since then been involved in wasn't it 2006, Tom? I'm blank, Andy. Okay. Maybe it was 2008. Maybe I'm incorrect. 
but okay. <laughs> okay. There's our history lesson. We'll stop right there. But little known fact, Gil worked in radio mm -hmm. in Iowa as a teenager. So there. Anybody who's growing up. We'll take our break, though. We, are, we can't chat for too long where you don't have a lot of time today. So we'll do a quick break, and we will return with Rochester today. Uh, right after this, Tom Ostrom's here. I'm Andy Brownell, News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. This is the Family Service Rochester May with Andy Brownell and Tom Ostrom on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Rochester Today. Again, it's an abbreviated show today. Uh, the Gopher men's basketball team in action this afternoon. A game pushed up because of the blizzard. Uh, 11.30 start for the pregame show. Reminder, uh, was it last week, I believe, or I mentioned that we needed to keep track of the Senate, or the uh, Minnesota House office building in St. Paul, that that would be something that would be on the horizon, and I'm sure it would be a lot of money. Well, just yesterday, a committee in the U.S. House uh, approved preliminary plans for a $500 million renovation and expansion of that Minnesota House office building in St. Paul, $500 million. Did you say National House or the State House? Oh, the Minnesota House, yeah. Okay. They need okay. a $500 million office building. So I'm sure that'll be a, a bit of fodder for people who mm -hmm. like sarcasm <laughs> okay. and satire yeah. coming up. The other yeah. one I was going to mention, just uh, there was a bit of a milestone passed for the federal budget. If you take the federal debt of about $30 trillion and you add to it the unfunded entitlements, which would be Social Security and Medicare, uh, looking forward for the next 75 years, we're up to $100 trillion mm. in debt. Unless, of course, unless Congress does something to change that. Mm -hmm. That's an wow. amazing number. It's, yeah, it's extraordinary. <clears throat> All right, what do you have for us, Thomas? Well, uh, our colleagues, uh, we're all part of Town Square Media, so our colleagues contribute to the uh, KROC news site. And uh, Kurt St. John had something very interesting. And uh, I enjoy Kurt's program. I like country western. I like classical music. I like all kinds of music. And uh, so does Mary. But Kurt St. John uh, uh, on the KROC AM news site uh, had a wonderful article on the uh, Mayo Clinic's popular holiday lights and, and how complex the technology is. And they broadcast a Christmas tree shape on Mayo buildings and they do other things uh, 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 given the uh, season. So. It's an interesting article if you're interested in that, in the clinic and in their contributions to the culture and the, and the light complexities. All you have to do is go to kerosenews.com and That's you right. can do that. And then the U.S. Senate has confirmed Jerry Blackwell. He was one of the prosecutors who helped, convinced, uh, former, helped convict former Minneapolis police officer Chauvin of killing George Floyd. Well, he's gonna be the next federal judge in Minnesota. He's an African-American, a Minneapolis attorney, a founding partner of the law firm of Blackwell and Burke. 
and he's had 35 years of trial experience. And uh, and so and he helped prosecute Derek Chauvin for the May 2020 death of, uh, of Floyd. And so uh, uh, that has enhanced his career and we'll be hearing more about him. Well, that's interesting too, because he being a private attorney hired by uh, Hennepin County prosecutors to litigate the case. That's that's fairly unusual to have that happen, that it was such a high profile case, they went outside the county attorney's office or even the Minnesota attorney's office and found a uh, high level skilled litigator to prosecute the case before the, before the jury. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got this article out of the St. Paul Pioneer Press, so I'm going to put it under state news, uh, even though it's a national and international item. But uh, the St. Paul Pioneer Press is uh, more conservative than the Star Tribune, which isn't hard to be. And uh, oh, the Garage Logic guy was with the St. Paul Pioneer Press. Remember Souchere? Yes, Joe, of course. And he, Joe Souchere, and he was a sports uh, reporter, if I remember correctly, but he also had a great talk show on Twin Cities Radio. And yeah, he, he morphed his. He started out being a sports writer, but he more or less became a, you know, curmudgeon opinion writer after a while. Raj Logic. Yeah. Yeah, and he, <laughs> he was very good at it. I don't know what happened to him. Did he retire out of, in both realms? Yeah, know. you know, it's the radio business, unfortunately. Okay. Things happen. He and Royce, uh, yeah. It's, I miss that program. Royce was good too. From the he's from the Star, I think. Yep, the Trib. Yep. And he was a he was a sportsman too, but uh, still is. Yeah, he's still working. Yeah. So. Yeah, good. He did not have what we'd call a radio voice, but he always did a good job. Neither of them. Neither of them did, but they were oh, fantastic. That's true. that's true. So anyway, this is from the St. Paul Pioneer Press. And they covered uh, a story interesting, and uh, it's international affairs uh, on the, uh, and they got their information from the Associated Press. And it's this, the Afghan uh, Taliban rulers uh, have banned female students from attending universities effective immediately in the latest crackdown on women's rights and freedom. And they promised a more moderate rule when they came into power for women and minorities, but uh, they haven't uh, done that, and they're applying ancient Islamic law or the Sharia law, and they've banned girls from middle schools and high schools, too. That is so stupid. And where is Omar? Why doesn't she comment on these things? And why doesn't the press ask her about these things? Defend your Islamic faith. Quit saying how impressive America is, how oppressive America is, and speak to what's going on in the realm that you migrated from. Uh, and, and, and of course, the Iran, uh, the women protesters there, and uh, the Iranian government is executing people who are demonstrators. It's just pathetic. But why don't reporters ask our Muslim representatives, uh, women in Congress to explain that. They don't even ask them about the Uyghurs in China, Muslims being prosecuted and tortured. So a little bit of silence there. I'd like to be a White House reporter and go after these questions that they, they just treat the White House with kid gloves except Fox News. And then I read, about, I forgot his name. There's a liberal reporter in the White House press corps. I wasn't gonna talk about this, but I read about it. 
who harasses conservative journalists in the in the uh, White House press room, goes after them and threatens them and is really nasty to them and wants them to shut up. Uh, a nasty man. And I, I should have had that article with me. So, but well, anyway. Okay. I have to interrupt you because, darn it, the bottom of the hour is rushing up at us and that means we have to run until until next time. So, everybody have a very, very Christmas and happy holidays. Okay. And that means you as well, Tom, by the way. And, and you and your family, Andrew, thank you. And our, right. our wonderful listeners. That is for sure. Okay. Sorry we have to cut it short, but until next time, this is Rochester Today, News Talk 1340. K R O C A M and 96.9 F. Service Rochester Mental.